This is the Pleasurable Money Podcast. Hi, I'm Megan, and I'm the divine alien driving this here spaceship. I'm a pleasurable money coach with over a decade of experience in finance. During that time, I have learned that a mix of systems and spirituality makes a perfect blend. I have helped hundreds of spiritual business owners heal their relationship with money, and I'm here to teach you how to become money's ride or die. Stop treating money like a booty call using the help of tools like breathwork and pleasure, which will be featured on this podcast. And learn from me and other experts about how to own your wealth. Together, we will break down what it looks like to be in relationship with money and to be in full embodiment with your pleasure. Hi, welcome back to the Pleasurable Money Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm so happy to have you here. Today, I wanted to do a little bit of a catch-up, because it's been like a month and a half since I posted a podcast episode. Podcast. (laughs) So I wanted to go over some things that I've been integrating into my money practice and talk to you all about my life right now and just spend some time getting intimate with you. So if you'd like to grab a journal, if you would like to grab a coffee, something to drink, maybe it's beer time where you are, let's let's chit chat. I just got back from a three week long trip down to my home state of Alabama. It was challenging and terrifying and very difficult to be a caregiver. And I admire anyone out there who caregives for their family members. It is truly a specific calling you you need to have to be able to have the patience and the kindness and the gentleness to care for family members who are unable to care for themselves. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. I spent the first three weeks of July just in the greatest state of survival mode. Had no patience, no bandwidth to spend on anything else other than the people that were directly in the room with me at the time. And that was challenging as fuck. Like, it's been a long time since I've been in a state of survival like that because I very intentionally curate my life to be as stress-free as possible. That's a, a, a luxury, a privilege that I have in the life that I've built for myself and also due to my skin color and my gender, the way I present. It is a privilege that I have to be able to curate that life, my life, the way that I desire. And I do teach you how to prioritize and be selfish about the things that are important to you. So if that's something you're desiring, we're just going to go right off the top here and plug my private coaching program, the Sacred Money Method. The whole purpose, well, there are many purposes, but one of the biggest things that I teach is unapologetic, selfish, 
prioritization of your values and the things that are most alive to you in this moment, in this stage in your life. Because those things change, they shift, right? Your values when you were 20 are no longer your values when you're 30. They may have shifted, evolved, coalesced into this new life that you have now. So making room for those things and not getting stuck on identifying with 20-year-old us and not being able to make space for 30-year-old us and the beautiful ebbs and flows that that brings and invites. So I was in a state of survival for about three weeks, visiting family, caring for people, visiting friends. It was a lot of challenging, passionate, putting my pleasure practice to the test to see how I could take care of myself and create sacred space within my body. And that was really kind of fun and also annoying as I'll get out to see myself falling into old patterns before I started prioritizing my pleasure practice. It's been almost nine or ten months that I've been prioritizing pleasure in an active and involved way in my life. And it's been so fascinating to see how quickly we fall into old patterns and how much more difficult it really is to build habits, sustainable habits that stand up to the tests that life throws at it. And there's nothing wrong or bad or right or good about how, how your habits, your new habits stand up to old tests or old patterns. There's nothing there's no, there's no value judgment there. It all just is. It's just data points. And we get to build a life that we want to live without judgment about our past behaviors, without judgment of our past habits that maybe we've prioritized. Maybe those habits were not what we would choose in our lives right now. So, yeah, it was fascinating to see how... I just kind of fell right back into, especially being around family, you kind of fall into who you were as a child around those people or as a teenager growing up around those people. It's fascinating, right? Because we tend to get a little bratty and I, I find it interesting that we say things that we would never say to our friends or people we don't know like the things that we say to family members we would never say to anyone else and that's interesting right it's like there's an intimacy there's a safety around just saying what's on your mind and being really cruel and mean or lashing out when your feelings get hurt toward family because, um, I don't know, it's a safety of, like, they'll never leave you. That's how I feel about my family. And it really put the challenge, put the test to my pleasure practice. And it was really fun to 
adapt to this state of a being being outside of my normal routine and seeing how I could adapt my pleasure practice to this new environment that I am very rarely in anymore. One of the things that I did with my coach a couple weeks ago, once I got back from, I guess it had to have been last week, but once I got back from Alabama from my trip, I went, my, my coach and I had a money ritual date session that we did together. One of the things she said was that I am willing to go deeper than anyone else is willing to go with money. And that is my role as the leader, as the guide, as your money coach, is to be willing to do that, to be willing to go as deep as money takes me, to the scariest places that money takes me, and to report back that I'm still alive and that it's okay. And my purpose is to bring you to your depths and to see how far we can go together and guide you and hold you. One of the things that I've been dealing with is this imposter syndrome around me not making millions of dollars. So how can I help other people with their money? Like I have this, I have this level of income that I feel like I should be making at this stage in my business like I should be making multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars and that will make me qualified to help other people with their money. But what came through with that is that I am here to hold people's anxiety, their deepest, most embarrassing thoughts about rich people, about themselves, about their parents, about the way they were brought up around money, the way they feel about capitalism, their, their deepest, darkest memories, even, the things that they don't share with their best friends, the things that they don't share with your parents or even your partner. I am here to hold you so carefully and with so much intention in those things. I had a woman come to me who was like, we had done a free session several months ago. It's been probably over a year now, actually. She came to me and she said, Megan, I'm, I hate the way I'm feeling about my money and you're the only one who knows my situation. You're the only one who knows about what I have going on and so I need your help and that to me is the reason why I do what I do. Part of it is yes I'm making money and I can show you how to make money too but my mission is to show you how to love your money the way it is right now how to be so ecstatically grateful for the money for your current financial situation, that you have no place to go but up and more and greater and more pleasure, 1% deeper and wider. That's another thing my coach always says is 
what would it feel like if you went 1% deeper, 1% more pleasure, 1% more in love with money, in love with yourself? What would 1% more look like? I just want to breathe that into my body. Mm. 1% more money, 1% more pleasure, 1% deeper into my belly, into my genitals, into pussy. What does that feel like? Another thing came through for me during that session about being open to money even when I'm angry and not closing myself off because I believe that I'm not worthy of it in that moment or um, or I've never seen it happen that way so I have no evidence to believe that money can come to me when I'm angry. But that's a big thing that I see in my clients and in myself is that I have to I feel like I have to have the evidence before I can believe that it's possible. And yes, I think evidence is incredibly important to our subconscious to be able to lock in certain beliefs. But as an entrepreneur, you might know that it's super important to be kind of delusional about what you can believe is possible. You may have zero evidence that something is possible that you can believe that you can make money while you're not the highest vibe or positive poly all the time, that you can make money while you're in your feels, while you're on your period, while you're angry at your partner, while you're fighting with your mother, like believing so deeply that we can be open to money even when there's no evidence to back that up is is a belief that will serve you forever, for years to come. Because, as you know, if you're in this space, toxic positivity, that toxic spirituality, toxic bypassing, we don't do that here. Not in this house. <laughs> Another thing that came through in that session was, I talk a lot about how we can be the dominant in our relationship with money, that we don't have to sit on the sidelines, we can set the scene for money to feel safe and comfortable in our lives. So we get to set the systems up, we get to set the boundaries, we get to set the rules, the safe words, all of those things. And money loves that, as well as money loves the passion and the pleasure that we infuse into our relationship with it. But one thing that my coach was talking about was, what if we could allow money to be daddy or mommy or whoever? What if we could allow money to delight us and excite us and surprise us and take care of us? What if we could be the sugar babies and money is the sugar daddy? Money is taking us out, whining and dining, delighting and exciting us to support us and take care of us like can we allow money to come in and play that role and then believing that money loves to see us in pleasure and loves to see us juiced up and ready for whatever fun 
exciting, thrilling activity is next? Like, what if money loves to just watch us be so juiced up, so wet in our lives and excited and on fire for the for the things that we spend our money on? Like, well, let it, what if it loves to be that voyeur, that watcher, and my turn on turns on money's turn on? And as my turn on increases, money's turn on increases. So those were just some fun things that came through in a download through this one session. All of those things that I just spoke about were all in one session. And then one last thing that I wanted to speak about before I wrap it up is what if our job was to be so juiced up to spend our days doing whatever our pleasure told us to, wherever our pleasure leads us, using pleasure as the compass, moving from bath to bed to self-pleasure to food to cute cafes to reading to work to spending money. Like, what if our turn on was the most important thing to prioritize during the day? What if our job was to be and stay as what is possible? That's what I've been playing with for the last few days, and gotta tell you, it's been fucking fun. It's been the funnest few days that I've had in a really long time. So, I'd love to hear what you think about this episode. It's kind of a catch-all of everything that I've been thinking about, everything that I have been prioritizing in my money relationship, and things that I've been trying to integrate and turn into habits into my life. So, I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on Apple or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're looking to prioritize pleasure in your life and pleasure with your money, then I'd love for you to apply for my private coaching program, The Sacred Money Method. It's a four-month program where we meet once a week for an hour. And there are three phases. The first phase is transforming your money mindset. Second phase is connecting money to pleasure. And the third phase is embodying your inner CEO. And it's just this beautiful infusion of pleasure, spirituality, and also systems and structures. So if that sounds just juicy as fuck to you, then I'd love to see your application in my inbox. Book a call with me. Absolutely no pressure whatsoever. And I will talk to you soon. See you later. Bye. You've been listening to the Pleasurable Money Podcast. If you want to attract more money into your life, subscribe to Pleasurable Money wherever you listen. And if you learned something today, DM this episode to a friend. Reviews help this podcast reach the rest of the world. So if you leave a five-star review on iTunes, it could be featured in a future episode. Love you so much. Bye.